What's up and welcome to episode 12 of What Lies Beneath the Seattle Kraken Podcast. It's a little bit of a shorter episode this week, maybe because it's been a long year. Don't even know what year it is anymore. Uh, But we got to get to our Kraken reaction. We got to talk about a huge, impactful injury. Oh, man, Turbo. And then something that's really cool, even though we have a shorter episode this week, we have our first ever interview. And it makes sense. We are interviewing the founder of the 32 Crew, Brandon Seeley. Great dude. Can't wait for this. So let's jump right into it and move on to 2022. Let's roll with What Lies Beneath, episode 12. How you doing? My name is Jeff Janusik, and this is my good friend and co-host, Joey Cirillo. Man, Christmas was good for you. How was it? Uh, I had a COVID Christmas. There was a my girlfriend tested positive, so we've been in quarantine now. I'm losing my damn mind. She's okay? Yeah, she's she's okay, thankfully. But it's one of those things where, um, I don't know, man. I you know It's been like a week and a half since we've had hockey, and I feel like a whole year's worth of shit has passed by. I got my, I got my Seattle Kraken NFT. I quarantined for Christmas. I haven't left the house in a week, so that's where I'm at. How was your Christmas? Was it better than staying inside? It was, it was pretty sweet. Uh, we ended up going um, to New Iberia, which is a, a, you know, a couple hours outside of Lafayette in Louisiana. Uh, my brother-in-law, sister-in-law lived there. Um, we had a great Christmas day with them. And then we went to their camp and we went crabbing, which is awesome. We got uh, six dozen blue crabs fresh from the marsh, basically. Um, nice. Boiled them up. Then the next morning we went duck hunting. And my son went duck hunting for the first time ever. My second time, I did not grow up a hunt a hunter, but my son has somehow turned me into this that I, I really love it. Um, I went duck hunting for the first time ever, like eight years ago before kids. And I was like, this is okay. I mean, I'm not into it. But now for some reason, like I loved it. It was an awesome, awesome morning. So, um, you know, my brother-in-law is great outdoorsman, grew up in Louisiana. Uh, it was really neat. So it was a good Good Christmas. So I did get the outdoors I, uh, and freshness for you. Lots of mosquitoes. I probably got the Zika virus, you know, if that makes I was you feel any better. You got more than uh, going outside. You got something too. You're, you're under the weather. Like, I'm not feeling too hot. You're you're not feeling too hot. I think it's just that time of year where everyone's going to have something, whether it's COVID, the cold, flu season. It's just a fucking trifecta of uh, illness going around. So good times. Good, good, well, good times. But dude. Least, hey, hockey's back. Well, that's that's a perfect segue. Let's get into it. The Kraken reaction. So it's a great segue talking about how, you know, I'm not feeling good. You're quarantined. We didn't have hockey for I don't even remember. I, I mean, I didn't set my lineup in fantasy hockey for like two weeks and that screwed me oh over my, this week. I haven't done either shit. <laughs> well, you're screwed now this week. and you get, It is what it is. So, you know, like. I didn't like the NHL is playing again. It still doesn't feel real. Like the, you know, we're, we're recording this game. Uh, I'm sorry, this podcast on uh, Thursday night, and um, you know the 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 Kraken are getting ready to play the Flames, and um, you know, like last night there was a game, and I don't even feel like there was a game. It's so weird. So I'm ready for this year to be done, and we can move into next week, and you know, hopefully everybody's feeling 
you know, healthy and, and all that sort of stuff. But man, it's so much has happened, but nothing's happened. It's the weirdest time right now. I mean, we're, we're living in the upside down, but you know, so like you were saying, it's kind of funny. You just mentioned that, um, you know, we, we haven't had hockey in so long that it didn't feel like a game happened, but you know, who did realize that a game was happening, the fucking Seattle Kraken, because those guys did exactly what the Kraken have been doing all season. So after 11 days of not playing, they gave us the most Seattle Kraken experience. Uh, yeah, so that was that was a lot of fun last night. I'm sure we're, we're going to go into that now. But uh, again, a lot of highs, a lot of lows. And then it ends with uh, me uh, audibly shouting before going to bed. <laughs> you know it's kind of like happening every you know whether it's a game or not that's kind of happening right now for everybody in the world i think uh <laughs> moving into 2022 yes. but yeah so you know last night the kraken played the flyers it was a 3-2 overtime loss i'll take it i mean honestly i would have taken a 15 to nothing loss uh you know for the kraken just to see hockey again um but you know it was old statement it was a solid solid effort you know because you know we could jump right into talking about it before the game even happened we got honestly probably i arguably the most devastating news so far in franchise history um and, and it came too i mean we're not quite through the inaugural season and and we lose brandon <laughs> yeah so the lower body industry is real it is taking bodies left and right and for our last episode we you know you and i both gave gifts to the franchise you gifted the gift of health I gifted specifically for Brandon Tanner's knee to uh, to be okay. Santa Claus did not stop by, and he did not deliver those gifts because, turns out, ACL injury. Um, he's he's done for the year. So that's uh, that's the unfortunate news that we heard. And were you surprised? Um, totally surprised. I mean, I I mean, with the hockey stoppage, I totally kind of forgot that you know he was messed up, and and then obviously yes, I mean the whole year. Uh, especially with it again, I don't remember the ambiguity, um, that we've had so much of, uh, when it comes to injuries in the NHL. So, you know, like, yeah, a lower body industry injury can totally be like, Oh, he just stubbed his toe and he'll be back the next game. Or it can be like, he won't ever play again. Cause his leg got chopped off. It's like, yeah. so I hadn't, I, I, it was a total shock to me. I was totally shocked. I was like, great. That's, you know, look, we're, we're facing an expansion season and, you know, it, we, we, we're trying to hold on to everything that we've got to enjoy it, which is great. We've got hockey in Seattle. It's fun. It's a new, new team, but, um, you know, Brandon Tanov is electric. He gets people fired up. People love him. I saw so many, um, you know, pictures over Christmas break, COVID break of people imitating the, you know, the, the turbo look in front of their Christmas trees, which is hilarious. So yeah, it's just, it completely sucks. Um, what I do love is that even with that news, the Kraken just keep grinding on. And and again, they lost to Philly, who's, you know, they're not a, a fantastic team, but um, they put out a great effort. So, you know, we lose Turbo, but I would say after 11 days off, coming back to go to overtime against the Flyers, I'll, I will take that. And I'm going to take that smiling into uh, 2022. Yeah, there was, you know, speaking of Turbo and the, and the, in the Flyers game, there was uh, a fan with a get well turbo sign that got a lot of attention that was circulating on social media. And I just thought that that was really cool. 
Um, also, you know, this podcast episode, um, you know, it's a different one, but it's, you know, when it comes out, it very well may be uh, Brandon Tenev's birthday. His birthday is actually Friday, December 31st. So happy birthday, Brandon Tenev. You know, hope you get better soon. And his brother, Chris, actually plays for Calgary. He's actually uh, a co-captain on the team. So it's unfortunate that his brother is going to be in town and it's going to be, you know, under those circumstances. The game against the Flyers. So you were asking me before. You said, Joey, um, we were talking about uh, rivalry teams. And if you felt that, and I said to you, uh, I really like the way the Buffalo matchups played out. I think I have a rivalry and I think it's a Philadelphia Flyers. I fucking hate that team. There was something like if that team, like if every NHL franchise had a face, they would have the most punchable NHL franchise face. There was something so palpable that makes me want to strap on skates, go out there, and just start throwing fisticuffs. I don't like them. I don't like the way they play. I don't like how chippy they get. And at some point, I'm like, why doesn't an opposing, like why like the Kraken specifically for this game last night, why is like Elixiac just knocking some dude on his ass? I don't understand it. I don't like their, I don't like him at all. Um, and rant. That's all I got to say. I, just, I don't like the Flyers. I'm, I'm done with them. Man, you're you're carrying the load tonight for sure. You're definitely a team player. I mean, that was an epic rant. You know, whether I'm under the weather or not, I, I can respect, like them, respect that. They're not a likable team. And I actually had to delete some tweets. I was so fired up in the moment that it was just all expletives. And yeah. uh, you know, if I'm deleting stuff, it's bad. But their their style of play, real. their style of play. I don't know. And and uh, Travis, how do you say his last name? Konechny. Um, uh, the, the yeah. funny, and I forget who tweeted this, so I apologize, but someone compared him to a chihuahua because he has little dog syndrome. He's got the Napoleon complex. He's just out there trying to fight everybody. He's basically like Yanni Gord. If Yanni Gord wasn't likable and didn't have a smile and everyone loved him, like that, he's like the opposite <laughs> of Yanni Gord. It's fucking, it's so unbearable. And watching him trying, like, skate around and trying to get in people's faces. I'm like, why is no one knocking this guy in the fucking head right now? I, I, can't, I can't stand it. I'm so proud of you, man. I'm just so proud of you. <laughs> I can't you're, stand the team. Oh my you're God. making me so happy. You're like, you're a hockey fan. It is. It, it, it took three months of NHL action for you to turn you into a legit, real <sighs> hockey fan that if I, if you asked me, you're like, oh, this is my friend Joey. Uh, and I said, hey, Joe, are you a hockey fan? And we started talking about hockey. And then I said, how long have you been into hockey? I would expect you to say, oh, I grew up, you know, watching hockey or whatever, playing hockey. Uh, not three months ago when the Kraken started playing. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I was, man, you were tweeting like crazy last night, which was fantastic. I was I, I was feeling it. I don't like I don't like the Flyers. There, there's something about them that is just I, I don't know what it is. I can feel it. And I, I mm, nothing about it feels good. Well, um, you know, at Kraken Pod on Twitter, by the way. Um, <laughs> that's it's real life you know hey look it is what it is no big deal if we lose followers it, hey you know whatever it's all good we actually gained a, we actually gained a, a handful so you know <laughs> you're you're doing I think, it so I think they're feeling the flyers hate but you know aside from the fact that i just didn't hate them you know what felt really good about the game is just seeing yanni gore back out on the ice because yeah. he was gone for a while covid protocol you know you could again you can easily argue that he's the heart and the soul of the of the team next to next to turbo now that he's gone, who's going to step up? Next man up, blah, blah, blah. Um, but seeing him out there was great. And it's actually funny because I tweeted from the Kraken pod from our account. And I was like, man, that's really great to see Ivani back out there. Well, you know, four minutes later, he fires a one-timer 
and uh, just a great goal and the Kraken go up one nothing early. And it, and it was just uh, it was just a great moment. Like the crowd, the fan base needed that. The franchise needed that. And uh, he just brings, uh, you know, an energy level and an enthusiasm that goes way beyond statistics. Well, I think this is a good chance for us. You know, if you're you know listening and I, you should answer this question. Here's the question to answer on Twitter or on social somewhere for us um, at Kraken Pod. The question is with Turbo sitting on the sidelines, who do we turn and we don't, we're not going to lose any love for, for Brandon Tanev, but who do we turn our undying character love to? Is it Yanni Gord? Is it a goalie? Like, who is it? Who's your go-to? Like, I just love that guy. He just, you know, no matter what he does, he's the best. Who's, who's the team character now? Who's the team spirit? You know, no matter how many goals they score or how many hits they've got, they could have nothing on the stat sheet, but they're just like the heart and soul of the team. Who is that now? And who, you know, it was number one for sure turbo before now who we got. So answer that for us, tweet it at us. We'd love to hear about that. So, um, you know, it it was, um, it's, it was like, uh, it, it makes sense. You lose three, two in overtime, solid effort. We're back on the ice. And then here we go right back at the, the, the rink again against the Calgary flames, uh, which is basically happening tonight. Um, we haven't gotten there yet. So we're kind of previewing the Calgary flames game. Um, they played in the preseason and that's pretty much it. Uh, and like you mentioned before, it does suck turbos sitting out, uh, his brother, who's an alternate captain, he wears the a, uh, one of them and he'll be in town with the flames, you know, so that's kind of lame that we don't get to see that awesome, you know, brother, brother action on the ice, which doesn't yeah. sound good. Brother, brother action doesn't sound good. Um, <laughs> We're not an incest hockey podcast. We could cancel ourselves. Absolutely. Oh my God. Oh Lord. Wow. That's Mark market uh, achievements for 2021. Uh, episode 12 uh, incest was mentioned. So yeah, cancel ourselves. All right. Sounds there good. we go. Uh, th- you know, this team, the flames started off super hot. Um, they really mm-hmm. just cooled off honestly in the past month. I mean, I know we didn't play hockey for two weeks, but um, December has not been great for them. Uh, life kind of caught up to them but like what is great about them is they are fantastic in goal they're defense they're fantastic defensively um and when they were really clipping they were scoring goals too but man these guys shut it down this is a solid defensive slash goaltending team yeah you nailed it jacob markstrom he really stands out to me uh he he's just a beast uh, you know nine three three save percentage on the season he's also a big freaking dude i mean like it's like if jamie Olixiak. If he were, um, you know, tending net, that's basically the equivalent of his size there. I mean, he stands six, six, so he's going to take up a lot of space there. He's going to get big and make it really hard uh, for the Kraken to score. So they're going to have to put decent shots on net, not just fire, you know, right into the chest uh, of Marks from if he's getting the start tonight. I haven't checked that yet. Um, and you're right about uh, about December not being so good for them. They've actually lost four of their last five. Their last win came on December 3rd against Anaheim. So it's actually been nearly a month that they have won a game. Uh, this is going to be a big one for them. And this is going to lead into our next kind of quick kind of breakdown of the next game, which is uh, against Vancouver. I have a prediction for you. I have a prediction for you, Jeff. I think we're on the same page here. Let me hit me. I think we're thinking the same thing. Go for it. My prediction is the Kraken are going to pull the most ultimate Kraken shit ever. And I think that Kraken shit needs to be like a a hashtag because Kraken definitely already has some Kraken shit that they do. My thing, my prediction is 
that the Kraken will lose to Calgary, but they're going to beat Vancouver and they're going to ruin their winning streak because they've won zero. Dude, we are on the same exact. <laughs> this is meant I'm to you, be. I feel it. I feel it. Yep. I'm like the going to do this and everyone's going to yes and we're going to get really pumped and then they're going to, then they're going to play the next the next like tour and get smoked and then be back on the you know uh, suicide watch list so no, that's uh that's that's awesome that's uh, weird too because we have not talked prior. no no we literally have not talked about it um i believe that is as as i was kind of like as we we're just talking and i was looking ahead at our notes i'm like this is this is totally a setup seven in a row for the vancouver canucks uh, you know, it obviously like it's basically, you know, not too, you know, it's, it's not an in-state rival, but it's pretty close. You know what I mean? It, yeah. We're going to have a lot of Kraken fans. that are going to go to the game. Um, you know, I mean, I'm sorry. A lot of Vancouver fans are going to come to the game. Um, it's going to be pretty awesome. So I think that the Kraken totally do this. So I'm hoping they pull out the win against Calgary, but I think that they're going to end up taking it against the Canucks for sure. Yep, I'm with you, man. That that's the official. And do we want Calgary? Obviously, I don't root for the lose. But would I not be surprised if they break their own league against Vancouver? Not one bit. No, I think um, I think so. I think uh, I think they could beat Calgary. We'll, we'll see. I mean, it's gonna be fun to watch. I'm just thankful hockey's back. So, um, you know, with the Kraken, I'm just glad to have. Uh, you know, I want I want health. I want hockey games. Um, I would love to see wins, but at the same time. I don't really care. I mean, you got to put life in perspective right now and go, you know what? This is cool. This is a great year. And we're going to have an awesome 2022. Um, whether the Kraken are there or not, you got playoff hockey looming in a few months, which is just fun to watch whether you're a, uh, you know, whether your team's in it or not. Um, so there's a lot of great stuff going on right now. So just, you know, want to make sure that we're not losing any more guys um, like turbo. We hope he recovers well and uh, he's ready for next season. Um, but, you know, I think that, uh, I think that we're going to get that win against Vancouver, start the year off right and um, roll on from there. You never know. Just remember this, Joey, is um, three years ago, I believe it was three years ago, when the Stanley uh, Cup winner, St. Louis, the, the Blues, when they won the Stanley Cup um, in January, at the beginning of January, they were statistically the worst team in the league. And don't do that to me. Yeah. <laughs> My hopes just went through the roof. I mean, no. granted, I don't, I don't look at the Kraken roster and thanks Stanley cup, but you know, playoff put a very surprising one would make me a very, very happy person. Sit with the blues. It was just, it's just chemicals, just something shifted, something bonded. It just worked. I mean, they're a great team, but it, was, it wasn't like, again, they were the worst team in the league at, in January. And then they got into playoffs uh, with a huge head of steam and they just, made it happen so you know anything could happen here probably so, um, went to the joshua tree and took my christmas idea they all you know they all probably you know did some acid together and, and worked with the shaman and bonded and next thing you know they're winning a stanley cup listen people want to hire me nhl teams like if any franchises are listening around the league right now if you want to hire me as a consultant for team bonding i'm here for you dude I think you're the man. I think you got it. I, I do like our Twitter, the the, the Twitter fans, uh, the people we, we chat with on Twitter were kind of like into that, you know, like, uh, so, you know, uh, ride the snake. Um, let's go. Let's make 2022 happen for the Kraken. Um, and I hope that we're uh, turning this thing around and, and recording another podcast here uh, real soon. And we're very thankful too to be part of the hockey podcast network. Um, and the hockey podcast network is very proud to be affiliated with DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the NHL. And this is a no brainer offer. It's going to make you a winner. No matter what new customers can bet just one buck on any NHL game 
and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. So the NHL got rid of ties in 2005. So it's going to happen, right? It's like going to happen. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, no worries. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. Uh, DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of bucks in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Throw down a buck, $1 on any NHL game. Win $100 in free bets. If either team scores a goal, that's it. Use promo code THPN. That's the Hockey Podcast Network, THPN. This week, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. You must be 21 years or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. So, it's a, a shorter episode this week, but we definitely have got time for a really special guest that we're really pumped for. Uh, it makes sense that this is our first uh, outside of Joey and myself interview uh, to go with the the beginning, uh, the very beginning of in the lore of Seattle Kraken history. Uh, this gentleman is uh, Thor. Is it Thor, maybe? Or is it like the, the Kraken Rider? I'm not exactly sure. I don't know if he has a nickname or not. But um, if you're a Kraken fan, you, uh, you maybe you know this man. Maybe you don't. You at least know who he's from. We're, we're talking with Brandon Seeley, who is the founder of the 32 Crew. Brandon, welcome to What Lies Beneath, a Seattle Kraken podta- podcast. We're, we're proud to have you on the show. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me, fellas. Hey, do we call you the crew captain? I just want to get that out uh, the way. Like, a lot like, of people call me captain. Kind of weird. Cap. Okay. Uh, I've, I've had admiral. I don't know. There's, you can just call me cap, I guess. Okay, cool. Do you have a hockey nickname like B-Dog or you know, <laughs> Seals or, you know, something like that? No, I don't. We Not need yet. to give you one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put up there. I'm going to say Seals, right? Okay. Or, right? I mean, Sealy's yeah, pretty tight. Just saying, like on the ice, like Sealy, Sealy. But like, I, I guarantee you, I like if you it. were on the ice, Seals would be it. I would think. I'm with it. I'm with it. All right, cool. So, I mean, I, I, Joey, why don't you go ahead and kind of introduce, give some background on this? Because you know, you're a military man. Brandon's a military man. I feel like you yeah. should do this some justice. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, again, man, we really appreciate you coming on here and just really excited to talk to you. So kind of before the 32 crew stuff and how that whole thing came about, which is freaking huge. And we're both fans of what you've been doing with it. Yeah, like share, share a little bit of your of your background and whatever you're wanting to share with us. I know I was telling you uh, briefly on for military myself. Uh, I was Navy for four years. I did some, you know, did a little bit of light stalking into your background and saw that you're a former Air Force. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself and also kind of, you know, how you got into the greater Seattle area and became a Seattle Kraken fan. Yeah, so I'm originally from the island of Oahu in Hawaii, Um, born and raised. Uh, Fast forward, I joined the Air Force, um, spent six years in the Air Force. My first duty station was here in Washington. Um, and yeah, and, and I got here in 2010 and maybe about 2011, 2012, um, they're doing some kind of military, like appreciation promo, like free tickets to a Thunderbirds game. And, you know, being from Hawaii, like I knew about hockey, but obviously like we're not, you know, it's football, soccer, basketball and all that. Um, I was like, what the hell? So I won the tickets, went to a Thunderbirds game. 
and then you know i was pretty much hooked after that so i kept up with the thunderbirds you know throughout the years and that's pretty much how i became a hockey fan and obviously you know i i used to watch the nhl and watch the sharks and the ducks and vancouver and all that and fast forward to you know two years ago almost two years ago um when it was made official or actually when did i start it it was the day after the kraken were given their name july 4th 2020 not yep. that i've done again some stalking or anything <laughs> so the day after that i was like you know and being a seahawks fan and all that and with the 12s i was like okay and you know the big sounders fc they have their big following and their supporters groups i was like okay maybe if i just make a little twitter account and you know just chop it up with fellow you know future kraken fans or whatever so i made mm. the account um and we were known as the kraken crew at first um so i was just riding with that for the first you know six seven months and it just started to grow like the following you know got to 100 with like the first day then 200 300 to a thousand and right before the expansion draft maybe like a month or two i get an email from the kraken um like a senior vice president and he was like i'd like to speak with you about the use of our name and our colors oh, shit. and in my mind i'm like shit like <laughs> i'm i'm done dude like they're gonna shut me down whatever i was like crap so i was like so i replied gave him my phone number like two three weeks go by i don't hear anything i'm like all right and tim laiwiki um todd laiwiki's brother uh he follows on twitter i dm'd him and like i know like randomly dming a billionaire but i dm'd him i'm like hey i got this email from so-and-so you know about what's going on and i haven't heard anything he's like let me talk to todd and that's all he said let me talk to todd i was like okay um and then the next day um one of the vice presidents for branding calls me and he's like hey um, this is who i am uh we like what you're doing etc cetera, etc cetera. but he's like but you know we're gonna have to change a few things and here's my offer we'd like to help with the rebrand you know we'll draw your logo we'll you know make sure the name is good to go so we never have an issue again all that and i was like hell yeah let's do it like it would be stupid for me to be like nah like i don't want to like not nah, figure it out myself like i don't want to deal with you guys so and that's pretty much how it went down and like i would zoom with like the artists and designers and writers for like a few weeks and this is what we came up with and i always wanted to be like a crew and that's how it went down pretty much Wait, so you didn't you didn't try to pull like a succession kind of a move where you're like, how, how can I how can I treat this treat this billionaire like he's Logan and try to extort him for some money right now? No. Nah. I'm, I'm I'm curious to hear about that um that whole process. So instead of coming at you and wanting to shut you down to give the Seattle crack and to give the franchise credit, they actually right. wanted to work with you and just basically help you rebrand because mm -hmm. you were using their name the Kraken yeah. crew, and you're using their official colors. So apparently that's a big no-no. Jeff, I think yeah. you might be receiving like a letter for some <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I mean, um, just I guess if you could go into some more, like how how crazy was that process? I mean, you're casually DMing billionaires on Twitter. Yeah. You have like VP of the franchise reaching out to you saying, hey, we want to talk. And now you're working with 
you know, their department on, on branding. How crazy is that whole process and how long did that take? Um, I think, yeah, it was definitely a shock how like open they were to the whole thing. Um, like I was definitely waiting for like the attorneys to give me a call. Like it literally started because I started selling like stickers and I don't, I guess that was enough for them to, you know, hit me up or whatever. And I had no idea that the Kraken crew was going to be like their, I think it's like their kids fan group or whatever they're going with. Um, and it's actually, it's a real thing. It's going on right now. But, um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know why they wanted to work with me. Like, it's something, it's just crazy to think about, like, you know, why would they help? I'm just some dude on Twitter. Like, I, <laughs> like I wasn't, I'm not trying to quit my day job. Like, I'm just hanging out, talking with people out the Kraken. But it definitely blew up more than I anticipated. That's you know what's cool about that, Brandon, is it's a testament to the Kraken and how they're run. Because, um, I, you know, I live in this social media world and being part of your fan base, whether you're a hockey team or a brand is so important. So the fact that they cared enough to say like, hey, look, we there's some legal issues here, but these this guy's got something going on. He's one of the originals. Let's right. let's help this guy out. I mean, that's that says I, there's a could you imagine doing that with the uh, Montreal Canadiens? Right. No, so like no. <laughs> big time, you're right. You know, right. they whatever the French word for big timing is. But mm -hmm. that's that's a testament to the Kraken. So. Yeah. Here you are today, you, you know, you, you come to like, you know, as the team comes closer to fruition, I guess, this like next phase, next step, you rebrand, you're this thing. Like mm -hmm. before the team started playing, you know, like what did you envision for 32 crew? And, and, you know, here we are, you know, I don't even know what year is it, right? But it's like, you know, months right. later, we're into the season. What did you envision earlier this year compared to where it is now and where it's going? Like, what is this all about? Um, I think, yeah, that's a, that's, that's a tough one because I think like we call ourselves a, a supporter group, but we can't compare it to like um, how the Sounders FC do it, how they have chants during the game. Like that's just not a hockey thing. Um, and I, how they march into the stadium and all that. So I think what I really wanted it to be was like the official name of the fan base. Like we're part of the crew, like just like I always go back to the Seahawks, but the 12s, like they just call themselves the 12s. Mm -hmm. Like we're part of the crew, like. That's how, I don't know, I, and I initially thought it was just going to be a social media thing, but I'm slowly learning that I definitely have to get involved in the community, um, definitely have some stuff up my sleeve for next year as far as like toy drives and food drives and beach cleanups in the summer and just, you know, all that kind of stuff. And the fact that the flags that I sell, um, I think we're, we're like 20-something states and like four countries or something like that. Do you have Louisiana and, yet? Uh, I'll have to get back to you on that. I, I looked. I'm pretty I think, sure I, think I, I do. I think I, I saw do. a flag in Louisiana. Some yeah, motherfucker, I I yeah, took the flag before we could. I wanted to get a flag <laughs> and hang it up in the background. So when we start doing video well, for the podcast, we have the 30 true, 30 we, true flag. We have can, to get I'll, a flag I'll, now, no matter yeah, what. I can, I'll send one your way. <laughs> We're paying for it, bro. Don't worry. We got hey, you. On the flag, on the flag part though, I have to yeah. ask. Um, so you mentioned over 20 states and four different countries. What is the mm -hmm. coolest place that you've had to ship a flag to? Because right now it kind of seems like, and correct me if I'm wrong here, it kind of mm -hmm. seems like this is a one-man operation. Like I'm sure you have, you know, family, maybe friends that help you out a little bit, but you're doing a lot of this on your own. Yeah, it's pretty much I do have one friend, his name is James. Um, he's kind of like the guy, like my go-to as far as like um dealing with the numbers 
uh, with the merchandise and the flags and we got teas and we got like the hats come in. And so he's kind of like my go-to guy, but for the most part, like everything on social media is me and all the research is done by me and all that. It's and, really uh, good. It's well done. I mean, you do a good job. You put out a lot of really cool stuff. So yeah, I appreciate that, it. Is that what you do? Like, how do you, did you just learn that on your own? Yeah, I just learned it on my own. Like I, I slowly realized that like, social media like just the content that i'm putting out that it's definitely you know going upward is positive so slowly but surely i'm adding new things to it but i think eventually i'm definitely gonna need you know someone to help me with it but what's cool too is that you just talk to people and that's the key is like Mm -hmm. you're 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 it's truly a community and i love that you're thinking ahead to like how do we make this bigger for next year like also Mm -hmm. i do i do see some like seattle it's different it's the the kraken are it's different they're they're a different team the rest of the nhl Mm -hmm. like totally could get some chance going but i like that you know you're thinking about not just a toy drive and some other things Mm -hmm. you're thinking about you know cleaning up the beaches and that sort of stuff so that's that's really awesome what's what is like one of the coolest moments that has happened to you um since this has happened, like we've been following along, you know, we're in Louisiana mm-hmm. following the Kraken and we may have missed some stuff, but like, did you go drinking with, you know, turbo? <laughs> did you like, did you find yourself in the locker room? You know, like what, um, what's the coolest moment that you've had? The biggest moment that you've had with the, with the Kraken. And if you haven't had so- one, man, you can just make one up. It's fine. It's cool. It's all <laughs> <No>. good. <laughs> I think so far, maybe uh, my dad was up here like a month ago, I think. And uh, came in from Florida and I took him to the Iceplex, the training center. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Aaron, the VP of branding, gave us a behind-the-scenes tour. So we went in the locker room. Um, didn't meet any players just because of COVID. You know, we weren't allowed near them or anything. But, um, yeah, I think that, that might have been the coolest part. And then um, we went to a game, went to a Ducks game the same night. And we got some, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff as well. So that was pretty cool. Do you have a 32 crew bucket list of things that you want to have happen? Um, I mean, maybe for the crew or, um, you know, you personally? I think uh, one of the first ones was I want to flag outside every arena before the season is over. That's for sure. And I think we have a few games coming up where people are going to be, you know, outside their arenas in their states. And maybe I kind of want to start like a like a traveling kind of crew thing. Do a road trip to Vancouver, obviously, since the closest, maybe a couple of California teams, but maybe like some kind of traveling crew, just plan a big trip all together and go somewhere. You should get like the Madden bus, but for the 32 crew, just (laughs) a massive decal on the side and just travel around the country going to games. That would be the ultimate goal. I have to, I actually have to, I mean, I have to give you a ton of credit, man, because you say like, you know, you kind of approached it and you just wanted to be, you know, someone that interacted with Kraken fans and it continued mm-hmm. to grow. Now you're working with the organization right. um, and things start to kind of snowball. But not only are you handling it really well, but I would argue that you're doing like the most with it. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. Like for somebody that wasn't really, um, I don't want to say not caring, but, you know, for, from like your social media I guess kind of the way you were approaching it in the beginning mm-hmm. to where you're at now, like you've gone com- like light years and I'm literally taking some uh, stats that you yourself actually posted. So this is from July of this year and you shared that you had 1.2 million impressions mm-hmm. over 50,000 profile views, almost 2000 mentions, 678 new followers. I'm guessing the majority of that is on Twitter. 
But those yeah. are seriously impressive statistics. And that stuff really sticks out um, to myself and to Jeff because we have, uh, you know, social media mm-hmm. backgrounds. I mean, that's literally what Jeff's life is in now. So right. to see what you are doing with with everything is is pretty crazy. What has been the most challenging part for you in balancing like your your actual, you know, your gainful employment versus mm-hmm. your your passion project, which has now turned into thousands of people are tuning in and interacting with what you're saying on a daily basis? Yeah, I think it definitely turned into like a full time, part time job. Like that's for sure. Like, and with hockey, you know, being so many games in a season, like if it was a football team, it'd be easy. But mm-hmm. you know, it, it's definitely a grind to like keep up every day, like staying up late the night before. I got to get all my, you know, pictures ready and my numbers ready, and you know, my kid needs to eat and take a bath and all that stuff. Like. And I wake up at like 4.30 every day. So I think just, you know, adjusting my life to that, you know, being on social media. I never was on social media a lot to begin with. But um, I think it's definitely taken over my life in a good way. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you know. And I think the hardest part, honestly, during all this was I started this before we even had a team. (laughs) <laughs> and so what the like what the hell were we even talking about like the whole time like i guess we were doing a bunch of mock drafts that's about it <laughs> did, did you actually do any mock drafts with the kraken were you close at all i mean honestly uh, it's really hard because like you said you kind of fell in love with hockey and it's still new but this is how like myself and a lot of kraken fans are because we didn't have a team to root for yeah now yeah. all of a sudden we have a team so it's kind of like trial by fire mm-hmm. so Yes, I guess that that whole situation. Um, yeah, but like you joked around about, it. it's like, yeah, what what the hell are we even talking about? I mean, for right. months, like there, we don't have a team. Like, there's no yeah. there's no guys no, in the roster. Like, yeah, yeah. just like like logo rumors. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, that was definitely interesting. And yeah, the the crew like it grew the most like during bubble hockey, like when the Lightning won their was not the last championship, but the one before that. Like, yeah, it was. It's been a long road, that's for sure. And and the numbers with Twitter, like I think it's pretty impressive to have those kind of numbers with when it was like four thousand followers, five thousand followers. So as it grows, it's only gonna go up. And I keep telling my my friend James that like like we can't lose. Like I'm I'm never gonna like unless I say some crazy shit on social media, which I'm not, but <laughs> you know, it's it's only up from here and and like I always said, like I'm not gonna quit my day job doing it doing and i'm not trying to make you know a lot of money doing it or anything like that so it's truly coming it's a passion of mine so yeah so i was going to ask you uh one one quick question one more from Mm -hmm. me is you know you're from hawaii you know you come to seattle you go to a thunderbird thunderbirds game in in, yeah in 2010 you fall in love with hockey right Mm -hmm. and you know, you didn't grow up with it. So like, what is the most interest? Did you have a preconceived notion of what hockey was before you kind of fell in love with it? Was there like any sort of like, you know, moment where you went like, Oh man, this is not what I thought it was. Or I think I underestimated like the skill it took to, to play the game and how fast it was. Um, And that's just at the Thunderbirds level. And I've never, before that, you know, I never watched the NHL game. So, you know, it's a totally different speed. But I think that's what stood out to me the most is and how big they are. Like, I don't know. I just I didn't realize a lot about the players themselves. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's definitely Im- it's impressive. Yeah. 
They're they're big to be like you know six two six four mm-hmm. and to fly around the ice like oh, that. Yeah. You know this is massive. I can't imagine getting trucked by somebody like that. Which is <laughs> yeah, Jamie Oliksiak. He's the big rig for a reason. I mean, he's six mm-hmm. six and he's gliding around out there. I don't want him taking me out into the boards. It'd be fucking awful. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Well, right, so, so I, I have one last. I have one quick question yeah, yeah. on my end here, and uh, and then we'll let you go. And we really appreciate your time. I did go on your site and I was checking out what you have to offer. I know you have the flag and you have the inaugural puck. And I just think, again, everything that you're doing is really impressive because you're kind of just, you know, figuring figuring this out. But you seem to be kind of pushing all the right buttons at the right time. Is there anything else? I know you might, you might, yeah, excuse me. You mentioned like shirts and hats. Is there anything else that is going to be coming up on your site soon that people can purchase or anything kind of in the works that you're thinking of um, that you might want to share? Yeah, so we definitely have um, T-shirts coming. We have hats coming, uh, beanies, uh, more pucks. There's other designs that are coming as well. Um, like as a hint, like the yeet the salmon stuff that I'll be posting. Like it's funny as hell. But Love we that. have we have a drawing and a, a graphic coming up for that that I think people are gonna like. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm just rolling with it, man. Like I know it's I wish I was pushing out more product. Um, it definitely costs a lot of money to make stuff. Um, like I have a lot of friends in the merchandise industry, and getting T-shirts printed is like pretty expensive. And I know I'd get my money back, but it's definitely you know I gotta commit to that mentally in my head that i'm gonna get that stuff back but um yeah more to come for sure well dude appreciate all the support yeah absolutely um that's that's everything i have on my end and again we really appreciate your time we know you're a a very busy individual so it means a lot that you can connect with us and and also have the inaugural interview on our podcast too man it means a lot yeah yeah i appreciate it man Brandon, happy early New Year too! And um, I just—I literally—I'm I'm, going to say I—I'm uh, going to sign up for your newsletter, but I just did. So uh, make sure you support Thirty Two Crew, and and we really appreciate you, man. And uh, let's go cracking. Yeah, wait, right. really quick. Where can people find you? Uh, we, we, yeah, you got to plug that. Where can people connect with you in the Thirty Two Crew on Twitter and what's your website? Uh, it's www.32crew.com. Um, we're on Twitter, Instagram. We actually have a Facebook group that needs more members. And uh, we also have a Discord as well. So yeah, Ooh, man, find it. you got to explain to me Discord, man. That's crazy. So I'm I'm a, I'm joining all that stuff. All okay, right, Brandon. Cool. Have a great New Year, man. Thank you so much, and go cracking. All right, thank you again. Again, really appreciate Brandon being on the show. Uh, that was awesome. First ever, we got the we got the uh, butterflies out of the way. You know that first. No, period. that was really good. I, I was nervous, man. I mean, we're legitimate fans of what he's doing, and the thirty two crew is doing a lot of really really cool stuff, and it's only going to expand. So it was great to connect with him. He's a very very uh, busy human being, so appreciate him taking some time to connect with us. Yeah, and it's cool that he's just kind of he's doing this as a true fan, and he's putting his heart and soul into it, and he's still got his day job. Um, you know, like us, we're full time podcasters, living off of our. Um, <laughs> I think we're up to like four, we're up to like forty eight listeners now, and we love you all. Um, if you could just each send us like ten thousand dollars, that'd be great. Um, but no, this is this is this is fantastic. I love what he's doing, and I can't wait to see what we do in twenty twenty two, and who we talk with. And I'm just so thankful for uh, the Kraken. I'm thankful for the start of this podcast. It's been really fun for me. Um, got a lot of great ideas for 2022. 
Um, I think that connecting with um, other Kraken fans and kind of building a community has been fantastic. We're just scratching the surface. Like we do this all together. Joey, you are literally like the MVP of the podcast. You do so much research. Um, You just, you kill it. You come to with so much passion for this stuff. Um, I'm literally just like a dude who loves hockey that just kind of comes on and talks. (laughs) Um, But you know, I've got a lot of uh, great ideas. So Joey, I really appreciate you and I can't wait to see what 20, 22 has in store for the podcast you the people that listen to the podcast let's grow this thing let's have some fun um i'm ready to get some uh sweet backy t-shirts going all that sort of sort of great stuff so um i'm just really really very 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 thankful moving into 2022 likewise brother uh you said everything just happy new year release the kraken it's awesome connecting with everybody and uh, we're just getting started so we're going to keep doing this thing and appreciate everyone for listening yeah, yeah, release the Kraken and also to release the uh, COVID home tests. If you know of any whereabouts of COVID home tests, <laughs> yeah, please no, let us please, know. Uh, message us directly uh, on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right, well, ha- happy new year, everybody. Be healthy. Let's go Kraken, and thanks for listening to us. We are What Lies Beneath, the Seattle Kraken Podcast.